Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Vizanaugh, and as always, we have another great episode for you today. I recently sat down with Tim Fitzpatrick, and Tim is the CEO of Rialto Marketing, and he's been helping small business owners and entrepreneurs eliminate the confusion of marketing using an amazingly simple plan so they can grow. If you're a small business owner looking to acquire more customers, and let's be honest, who isn't, and or you're looking to create an effective marketing strategy, then you definitely don't want to miss this episode. But real quick, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, make sure you do so. You can search for it as the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Show in Facebook or simply click the link below in the show notes. Also, hit up my website for some free training and a copy of my latest book, Totally Free. No strings attached, totally free. Just download the ebook version. That website is www.explosivesmallbusinessgrowth.com. And with that, let's listen in on the episode. Tim, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you, man. Ben, thanks so much for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Me and you both. And it's as always, we're talking about something that's always relevant to any small business owner, which is marketing and, of course, uh, a.k.a., which is get more customers, a.k.a. Uh, more leads, right? That's it. All right, man. Well, for our listeners that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and who you serve. Absolutely. So uh, we help service businesses primarily, so coaches, consultants, professional service providers, um, you know, CPAs, attorneys, those types of folks. And we just help them simplify marketing so that they can grow with less stress. Uh, and we do that by helping them create and implement a plan to get the right message in front of the right people. You know, that's what marketing is all about. You, you have to have a clear, engaging message. You have to know who you're trying to reach with that. And you have to have a plan of how you're going to get it there. And, you know, one of the things that I find so many people battling when it comes to, to marketing is just information overload. There are so many different marketing channels, so many different tactics. There's no shortage of marketing gurus saying you need to do this or you need to do that. And people are just overwhelmed and they just don't, when they're overwhelmed, they don't have a, any way of putting a plan together. But if you're going to be successful, you have to have a plan and you have to work that plan. No doubt about it, man. I know we talked a little bit before the show and, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of small business owners have great products. They have a great service to the community they're in but they just don't know how to get more customers. They don't know how to, to get, like you said, the right set of eyeballs at the right time um, to their brand. And so I think marketing is always relevant. I have a lot of guests on about marketing. We talk about marketing all the time because it's, it's really, a, I mean, if you're a great candlestick maker, butcher baker, candlestick maker, um, you might know all about candlestick making, but you can't be an expert at all things. You can't be an expert at marketing as well. Um, and that's why you either need to get quick on it, you know, learn, you know, be a quick study, learn about it, or, find an expert such as yourself, such as myself, that'll, um, you know, get you up to speed and get you in the right direction, man. So tell us, you got three fundamentals that are, that are your sort of uh, marketing secrets, man. Let's, let's talk about those real quick. Cause I think our audience would love to hear about it. Yeah. So I, I call them the marketing strategy trilogy. So you've one, you have to know who your target market is, who are you going to serve and how are you going to serve those people? The second part is you have to have clear engaging messaging 
that's going to attract that target market. And then you have to have a plan of how you're actually going to get that message in front of those people. You know, so the way I look at the fundamentals, one, so many people don't talk about the marketing fundamentals. They just want to get tactical immediately and just, I've got to have a website or I've got to have a YouTube channel or I got to be on TikTok, whatever it may be. They want to jump in and start taking action immediately, which I can appreciate. But if you take action without first having a firm foundation in place, you're building a house without a foundation, which is never going to work. So we've got to have those fundamentals in place because without them, you're just going to waste time. You're going to waste money. And I don't want that for anybody. So we've got to get those fundamentals in place. You know, one of the quotes I always talk about is from Michael Jordan. And he said, get the fundamentals down and the level of everything you do will rise. I don't care what the discipline is. The fundamentals do not change. They're the same today as they were 50 years ago. And they're going to be the same 50 years from now. So whether we're talking about marketing or how to operate a business or how to hit a golf ball, whatever it may be, those fundamentals have to be in place if you want to be successful long-term, which is why I really enjoy talking about the fundamentals because they're just, they're critical. I agree, man. So let's dig in. So the first one is know your target market, know who your customer is, who you serve and how you serve them. How do you or uh, what do you you know what do you recommend? Do you have a process for figuring that that yeah. out? Yeah. So for a lot of the companies that we work with are existing businesses. They've been in business for a while. They've they've got current customers. They have past customers. I recommend that they start by asking themselves three questions. First one is who do you enjoy working with? Why do you want to own a business and work with people that just make your life difficult? Okay, there's no point. Second question is who are your most profitable clients? If you're gonna remain in business, you're gonna stay in business, you're gonna make money, you gotta work with profitable clients. So we need to know who those people are. And then the third one is who do you do your best work for? If we can work day in, day out with those clients that we do the best work for, what's gonna happen? They're going to love working with us. They're going to keep working with us. They're going to want to do more work with us. They're going to refer us. So when you ask yourself those three questions, you end up with this subgroup of current and past clients that you answered positively to all three of those questions. Now what you can do is start to look at the demographics, the numbers within that subgroup, you know, age range. If you're doing B2B, it might be certain types of businesses, titles, you know, where do they live? How much money do they make? You know, it's what those demographics are is going to vary depending on what you're doing, but you can start to look at those demographics. And then you, I think equally as important, if not more important are the psychographics within that group. So, you know, what are their, what are their thoughts, their feelings, their aspirations, their goals, the common problems they have as it relates to what you do? And when you look at the demographics and the psychographics within that subgroup, inevitably one to three groups come out of that. Those are your ideal client types. You know, and I typically recommend that people don't have more than one to three ideal client types. If you try to attract more than that, it just becomes too broad. It becomes too hard to focus. Just because one of the big roadblocks here, a lot of people say is, well, gosh, if I, if I really focus and I niche down, 
I'm going to lose business. And the funny thing is the exact opposite thing happens because you know exactly who you intend to attract. You know where you need to be to get in front of those people. And you have a really clear message that attracts those people and it just converts better. So it works better. But the flip side to that too is I'm also not saying you just, you need, you only do business with those one to three ideal client types. I'm just saying those are the only people you direct your marketing efforts towards. But that's usually the easiest place for an existing business to start. So Tim, you, um, you talk about the target market and I think that's important because a lot of people try to be all things to all people. And you talked a little bit about niching and that kind of stuff. Um, there's absolutely no doubt about it. If you try to be all things to all people, then you really, you don't have any customers. And um, I could tell you, I'm sure you could too, a thousand horror stories from small business owners that talk about, you know, when I ask the first question, who's your customer? And they say, uh, everybody, no, not everybody. So uh, yeah, and we could, it's we could too broad. Yeah. You know, I tell people, well, you know, if, you know, like I call, you know, if you're a coffee shop owner uh, and they say, everybody's my customer. No, not really, because I don't, I don't drink coffee, you know, um, yada, yada, yada. So, um, we could talk all day about that, but so target marketing, you know, knowing your target market is important. So you talk about clear messaging. So once you know who your customer is and what you do and how you serve them, how do you start creating those messages? Yeah. So what, with messaging, what ideally what you want to have happen is you want to enter the conversation that your prospects are having in their mind. You know, when they read what you have to say, you want them to go, oh my gosh, it was was Ben in that meeting we had a week ago or, you know, was Ben in my head last night when I was thinking about this? That's what we want to have happen. We want them to go, oh my gosh, you know, they get me, you know, they're talking to me. That's what we want to have happen. And the way we do it is through storytelling. And we use a storytelling framework. I did not come up with this, Ben. It was popular from a marketing perspective. It was most recently popularized by a company called StoryBrand. Uh, from Donald Miller. But when it, when it was introduced to me, it just made sense to me. And so we just jumped in it. And so what we do, if you think about most stories, there is a character or a hero in that story. They have a problem. They meet a guy that's been there, done that, knows exactly how to solve the hero's problem. And so that guide gives them a plan that calls them to action. So they avoid failure and they reach success. So what we do when we use this framework is we are positioning your company as the guide and your customer as the hero because our customers are not looking for another hero. They're looking for a guide that knows how to solve the problem they have that's going to help them get from where they currently are to where they want to be. The beautiful yeah. thing about using a framework like this is it helps you avoid a few things. One, one of the biggest problems people make with messaging is they talk about themselves too much. Our customers don't care about us. They care about what we can do for them. So our marketing really needs to hone in on how we can help them survive and thrive, how we can help them solve that problem and what those benefits are going to look like. And when you use a storytelling framework, that's exactly what it does. The other thing that people make a mistake with with their messaging is it's not clear. They confuse people. And when we confuse people, we lose them which is obviously what we don't want, right? So we need to keep it clear. We need to keep it consistent. And when you use this framework, 
you've got a playbook that you can go back to. So when I need to write a, a social post or write an email, I'm not reinventing the wheel every time. I go right back to my playbook and I can pull those elements from it to create the message I need to create. But it just gives you a framework you can follow so that you're going to get more consistent, repeatable results. Man, I am drinking your Kool-Aid. That's, I actually use a very similar phrase to that in my own coaching um, with, you know, I say enter, enter the conversation that's going on in your prospect's mind at that particular time, depending on whether they're out in the buyer's journey. Um, you know, and I say all your prospects, you know, they usually have one of two things. They have a problem that they don't want or they, they want a result that they don't have. And if you can figure out which one of those or maybe both of those that you can solve, then your messaging revolves around that and you're, you know, you're on your way. But like you said, got to be clear and concise. It can't be convoluted. It can't be, yep. can't be foggy. So that's awesome. So once you got your market, you figure out who your target market is. And once you've got your messaging sort of created, what's that plan or strategy look like? That's the third step. How does that, uh, what's your process for kind of creating a great messaging marketing strategy plan? Yeah. So uh, no surprise. I keep this simple and I keep it short. So we look at marketing plans in 90 day sprints. I think that our businesses are evolving quickly and our marketing needs to be able to evolve as well. And most people that spend thousands of dollars on a year long marketing plan, it just, it goes up on a shelf. It's too complicated. Frankly, if you had done that early last year, come March, you would have burned it. Right? So let's keep it simple. So we use a this can be on a, a single page, Ben. It's six steps, 90-day marketing plan. First step, who's your target market? At a minimum, I want a paragraph for each ideal client type you have. All this does is just help you get this down on paper and keep top of mind who you are intending to attract and work with. The second step is what's my goal? What's my goal for the next 90 days? I have to have an idea of where I'm headed. It's going to be, it needs to be specific, it needs to be measurable, and it's going to be time-bound because this is a 90-day plan. So that might be, I intend to bring on five new clients in the next 90 days, okay? We have to have an idea of where we're headed. Third step is what's my budget and what are my resources? This gives us an idea of what we have to work with and what we can or can't bite off in our marketing plan. If I've got $500 a month and four hours of my time, Okay, it is what it is. I know it. If I got $5,000 a month and I've got, you know, four hours of my time and, you know, two other staff members that can put in five hours a week, well, then great. I also need to understand what, what the capabilities are, right? So if I have five hours of time and I need to do some social media work, but social media ain't my thing, well, I probably shouldn't, I have no business doing that. So we also need to understand at this phase capabilities as well as the time and the budget that we have. In the fourth step, I need to identify where I'm currently at. What's my current marketing plan? And I know that a lot of businesses don't have a plan right now. That's okay. All we're doing in this fourth step is just getting a, gaining a reference point, a baseline of where we're starting from. It's no different than my GPS. My GPS cannot tell me how to get to the airport until I first tell it where I'm starting from. Exact same concept here. So all I want you to do in this step is just get down on paper. What have you been doing? What do you continue to do from a marketing perspective? Then in the fifth step, I'm going to outline what I'm going to do in the next 90 days. We keep this simple. Now, depending on you know, what my budget and what my resources are, I may only 
choose to tackle one or two things, that's okay. All this does is give us our marching orders and we know where we need to focus. This eliminates distraction and it helps give you discipline so that you can execute on what's most important. And then in the sixth step, I need to outline what metrics I'm gonna track. The metrics, the numbers, are gonna help me identify whether the actions I'm taking are actually working or not. And then at the end of 90 days, I look at what worked, what didn't, and I make course corrections, update my plan, and I just wash, rinse, and repeat. You know, Ben, you and I were talking before we went live about, you know, testing. Um, you know, you're going to test some Facebook ads to see what happens. Well, that's what marketing is about. It's about testing. We can use proven frameworks, proven systems, but it's, things are changing. They're evolving. We need to continually test, look at what works, what doesn't, learn from it, and then make the corrections we need to and move on. But let's keep our marketing plan simple. If we overcomplicate it, it's just going to be the enemy of, of results. No, I agree with you. And, um, you know, I like, man, there's, there's a ton of, I tell you, we, I've got two pages of notes here. So there are tons of golden nuggets in this episode, to say the least. Um, I like one thing that really stood out to me is you, it's a 90 day plan. I think, and something kind of, I think we talked about briefly, like you said, uh, before the call is a lot of people will start a process for marketing when they don't get instant results on day one or even the first seven days, they scrap the plan and go on to the next shiny object. Yeah. Uh, and, and you really got to give, you got to go all in and you got to give it, you know, at least 90 days. If you think it's a good plan, at some point you thought it was a good plan enough to write it down, execute it to the fullest. And then if it doesn't work, like you said, step back, reassess, create a new plan. So I like that you don't, you know, you don't just say, well, let's try it for a week and see what happens. (laughs) 90 days is long enough to start seeing momentum and traction, but it's short enough where you can start to make adjustments. So you're not, you know, you're not trying something for six months when you shouldn't, when you shouldn't continue to be doing it. So that's the way, that's why I like about the thing I like about 90 days. It also keeps the plan simple, which it needs to be. Yeah, uh, simple plans, easiest to execute for sure, man. Um, as we start to wind down, Tim, uh, is there anything maybe that we glazed over or that you wanted to kind of get into maybe a little more with our uh, listeners uh, before we go? Uh, you know, I would just say don't, don't skip the fundamentals, okay? Because if you do, you're going to waste time. You're going to waste money with your marketing. You touched on this early in our conversation, Ben. Market, I mean, look, I'm a marketer, so I am biased, but it's just, it's true. You can have the best product or service in the world. If you do not have marketing, bringing in leads and new clients, it, none of that matters. So marketing is critical to the success of any business. I know it can be overwhelming. I know you're, a lot of people out there are battling information overload, but it doesn't have to be that way. Focus on the fundamentals first and the rest of it will become much, much simpler. It's not easy, okay? But it can be simple. So that's, that's the advice I'd leave, leave your listeners with. Hey, that's some great advice, my friend. If people want to learn more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Absolutely. Uh, just go to our website, rialtomarketing.com. That's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. We did put together some free resources for your listeners. Uh, I know I'll, I'll get you that, that link so you can pop it in the show notes. And if they go there, there's some free resources to help them get started with the fundamentals that we touched on here. And if they get into it, they're running into roadblocks, they need help. 
just click to get a free consultation button. It is all over our website. And I'd be happy to chat with you and help give you some clarity on where you need to focus right now to get the best return. Who doesn't like free stuff, man? Tim, I appreciate your time. And of course, all these golden nuggets that you've laid out for us today. Thank you, Ben. I really appreciate it. And I hope it serves your audience well. I believe it will, sir. And to all our listeners, I hope that you learned at least one thing today that'll help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanoconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizanov, V as in victory, E-Z, I-N-A, consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanoconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanoconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanoff, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Show.